Hello and welcome to UC Merced's very own care podcast. We're here with me, Ashley. I'm Maddie. And I'm Tony. And today we just want to talk a little bit about the care office and what to expect from this podcast. But first, let's get a little introduction about ourselves. Who would like to go first today? I'll go first. My name's Tony, like I just said. Uh, I'm a third year. I'm part of the prevention uh, part of the care office as a prevention intern. My pronouns are they, them, theirs, and I am majoring in polyscience sociology. I'll pass it off to Maddie. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Maddie. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm also a third year. I'm a sociology major, um, and I'm also a part of the prevention team at the care office. And I'll go ahead and let Ashley introduce herself. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Ashley. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm also part of the prevention team here at the care office, and I'm a third year, and I'm double majoring in management business economics with political science so yay me (laughs) okay so anyways for y'all that don't know perhaps what care office is um care stands for campus advocacy resources and education so the care office addresses violence in two different ways the first one is through intervention so services to anyone who has already been impacted by sexual violence abusive relationships or stalking through our campus advocate lena who can help survivors with things like finding counseling academic accommodations and any legal matters such as restraining orders and court accompaniments. Um, The other way we address these forms of violence is through prevention, which is what we're going to talk about today. Our ultimate goal is to reduce the number of people who experience violence in the first place. And we do this through workshops like um, this and different events and campaigns throughout the year. And just like we're starting our new podcast right now. So this is the part where you can play the greatest role in. And then just some resources for everyone to have. Our campus advocate, Lena Kano's phone is 209-386-2051. Please feel free to call or text this number. Um, She does have business hours, so it is Monday through Friday from 9 to 5. But just in case someone needs to talk to someone at any other time, we do have the Valley Crisis Center hotline, which is a 24-7 hotline, 365 days a year. And the phone number for this is 209-722-4357. And so I'm going to let Tony talk a little bit about what we can expect from this podcast and what types of things we're going to be talking about throughout this entire semester. Okay, so, so far today we will be addressing uh, this month, this month, which is Stalking Awareness and Human Trafficking Awareness Month. In today's podcast, we will be talking, we're just going to give a little overview and a little introduction to what the care office is and who we are and why, you know, we're doing this. And the next podcast will be a more in-depth conversation about stalking and human trafficking. Next month, we will be discussing healthy relationships, self-care, and Black History Month, which is exactly what February is. Um, If anyone else has anything to say, so far, this is what we want to introduce to this podcast. Um, Next month is also uh, Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. So um, we'll also be talking about that alongside the healthy relationship that Tony mentioned too. Yeah, you can expect topics such as like self-care, like how is student life, how we're coping with it through COVID, being at home, all types of stuff. And we also welcome any topics that y'all want to hear about. If y'all want to hear us talk, I don't know if y'all do. (laughs) We'll also be talking about the different pressures we face as students. But today, introductions little getting to know us yeah find out if y'all want to hear us (laughs) (laughs) this is just our mindset right now let me ask maddie why did you want to join the care office um so for me i definitely have a connection to the work that we do 
I grew up with domestic violence um, in my household. So um, for me, like this, this the work that we do is so important because I have that personal connection. Um, I got kicked out of my house when I was 15 uh, because I was the person who always intervened. And, um, you know, I needed the perpetrator in the household decided that he had enough um, and I needed to be removed from the situation so he could do what he did. Um, And so, I mean, in hindsight, it was the best thing for me, but I think it fueled my passion for what I was going through um, just because there are so many people out there who don't have the chance of an escape like I did. Um, And I didn't view it that way then, but I see it now that, you know, that it was the best thing for me, like being able to escape that situation, being able to leave, being able to have that outlet. Um, You know, so many different people who are going through these things don't have that outlet in the way that I did um, that I'm so grateful for. Um, And so I want to do this work for them. Um, And so the care office was kind of like my first step in my journey of doing this work. I want to be a domestic violence and sexual assault attorney um, and and do that path and take that career. Um, So after I graduate from UCM, um, I plan on attending law school, um, hopefully at UC Irvine, fingers crossed. Um, I'm in that process right now. But yeah, so, you know, working at the care office when I first got hired, I was so excited because it was the stepping stone. You know, it was my beginning, my beginning in advocacy work and the work that means so much to me. So I don't know, that's just a little bit about me um, and why I love this work that we do. I think the work that we do is so important um, and I'm sure y'all agree. Oh, definitely, 100%. Ashley? Um, well, first off, thank you, Maddie, for like telling us your experience. I know that must have been like, it definitely takes some bravery. So I just want to say you're super brave for going through that and coming out like as great as you are for all of those that don't know Maddie and Tony, y'all both wonderful, <laughs> both wonderful people. But um. I think for me, this is just something that I've always been very interested in. Like, I've always advocated for this stuff ever since I was, like, in high school. Like, whether it be, like, through friendships that I saw going through this type of stuff. And just kind of feeling very, like, hopeless. Like, I didn't know what to do. I don't know how to help. Um, And so it's just, like, this is a way for me to be able to, like, teach myself. Like, educate myself on seeing how to help other people. How to advocate for others. Because... Every time I feel like I turn on the news, every time, like, a new documentary comes out, it kind of gives me, like, "Ah, this is the world we live in. But then kind of being in the care office and getting to know other people that are also fighting for change in our community is, like, something that motivates me even more. But what about you, Tony? (laughs) Thank you for sharing. Um, Honestly, I would say say that it's very similar to both your and Maddie's, uh, like, inspiration and reason to join care. I've always witnessed some type of violence, domestic violence, uh, unhealthy relationships. I just didn't know it at the time when you're in high school, especially because I come from a very like traditional mindset community city. Uh, a lot of the relationships were toxic. I would say unhealthy or, or toxic. And I always just assumed it wasn't normal. I always told my friends like, that isn't a healthy relationship like I really don't think that's good for you but I'm here for you if you know I'm still gonna be here for you and I always just did that and it's the same thing with my parents they just always had this very explosive relationship and I'm always either intervening or I let my mom know like I'm here for you and I just knew that I needed to know more about it because the like the amount of knowledge I had was very very small very very tiny I'm, I, you know, I just didn't know as much as I do now about um, stalking, domestic violence, um, dating violence. And so 
joining care actually maddie pushed me into it um or encouraged me uh, to join and i did i was like yeah this is something i want to do i want to be able to learn more and help others learn learn more as well well that's why i'm here one of my favorite parts about working for the care office is definitely like learning and growing because I feel like, of course, there's always so much to learn, you know, like every day. Mm-hmm. I feel like especially talking like with all of you, with all of our different coworkers, I learned so much from all of you. Um, and just being in this atmosphere, I think is so special. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it's teaching me so many things that I'm going to like carry with me for the rest of my life um, and that I'm so grateful for because, you know, so many people don't have this kind of environment that we do, um, which is why I'm really excited to share like our insight and our perspectives in our positions um on this podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I kind of feel like we're selling to people to join the care office or like, <laughs> <laughs> become co-workers with us pitching ideas we're like you know what join yeah I'd be like hey please apply um currently we're not taking any applicants at the moment but <laughs> yeah I think like I just feel very lucky to be in this work in this job I know I was struggling to find a job because I was like super bored I was like I just felt inadequate like my whole mm-hmm. like first year And then I got, I actually got into the care office, like, because I became a peer educator. Mm -hmm. And then just like, por casualidad, or just like, perchance, it was like, hey, we're hiring. Like, we need to hire quick. Like, would you like to work here? And I was like, yeah, like, let me send you my resume and all that stuff. That's so cool. That's how I got into it. And I was like, huh, it helps to sometimes go out of your shell. Because I think to me, this was like the first thing that I was like, okay, I'm actually going to join. And I'm actually going to show up more than once instead of just going to one club meeting and be like, nah, or I'm too shy. I don't want to go again because I didn't make any friends. But that's just me because I'm normally a very shy person. No, yeah. I, yeah. I, so I found out about the care office. When did I find out? Like last year, I think, like fall semester last year. And the thing was, is that I was working for the pavilion at the time on our campus. And that was like my first job because I wasn't really allowed to work. And so for me to work, I was like, this is this is, you know, the bare minimum. I'm okay here, whatever. And then um, actually someone from our fraternity had mentioned that the care office was hiring. And I think I told Maddie, I was like, Maddie, let's do it. Let's go. Let's apply. I hate because I'm not in the pavilion one day I was like hey they're hiring like I'm gonna apply like you should apply and then you're like yeah and then you just did it and then I got hired you into it later I was like because I got really caught up so the as soon as I got that job I was like I need I need money I needed money I needed to be financially stable to pay off school and all that so I worked hours I worked as much as I could I the frat class all that it took up so much of my, it like drained me. So it took up so much of my time. So when Maddie reminded me like the last time, like, you know, it's closing, like apply. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And I just forgot. <laughs> and then, you know, like I missed it. I missed the opportunity. And then the following semester or yeah, the following semester, I think it you got in, you told me you got the job. And I was like, I knew it. I knew, you know, <laughs> it was like a little celebration where I was like, I knew you could like, you know. I know you had the capability of doing it. And then the fall semester, this past fall semester, Maddie was like, apply. (laughs) They're opening up. Apply. And I was like, okay, like this time I'll do it for like for sure. And bam. (laughs) I'm here. here. (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) And I think like a really great part of like what we do is like the sense of family that comes with it. Um, And, you know, like I appreciate 
each and every one of our team members, just because I'm always being encouraged to like be better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really hope that's, that that's something that we can get across in this podcast, like the want and the desire to always be better, to do the right thing, you know, to always grow as a person. Um, and I feel like we really have that here at the care office and, and it means a lot to me. Um, and so I get really excited um, sharing that with friends. And so whenever, whenever applications are open, I'm like, y'all, please join. Like it's, it's the sense of community is so fun. Um, and the work that we do is very important. So it's rewarding. It's very mm-hmm. rewarding. Yeah. And I think like we've done a pretty good job because of this, like even through COVID, like Tony, I just met you. I've like never seen you in person, actually. <laughs> you just see my face. <laughs> yeah. And I already love you. <laughs> so it's like it's definitely like awesome that we've been able to build this community through covid which i think is kind of like baffling to me mm-hmm. because i don't know how y'all in your yeah. classes and orgs but sometimes i'm just like i'm here <laughs> i don't talk to anyone <laughs> that's it. So. me with my camera off <laughs> me yeah. just like the whole every meeting just no camera i'm just like anyway because yeah, i look like a mess agreed it's like i chip in every now and then but that's you know like I'm still relatively new, so I'm just like, I got like this thing going on. That's it. <laughs> like, like I got the reaction button. <laughs> I got. <laughs> I can type. <laughs> yeah, and it's really cool. I just think like, yeah, our team has got me through a lot mm-hmm. over the, these past months. Like just being able to check in with one another, to I don't know, just see each other's faces because you know sometimes our cameras are mandatory, and I honestly I love that just because. It makes me feel like that sense of community is still here, even though we're, I don't know, like probably hundreds of miles away from each other. Um, yeah, like it means a lot to me. Um, and I, I do really enjoy like our check-ins and just, you know, like making sure that we're all okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I don't know, like I, I just really appreciate like the friendships that like this job has given me too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I also learned because like with my old job, I didn't really have to collaborate with anyone because it's a pavilion, you know, it's do what you got to do. That's it. So it it wasn't like we, I, it's not like I had to like collaborate with anyone or like tell them like, hi, can you mop the floor? Like I didn't have, you know, you would either do it or you don't like, it's, you know, so like this is like the first, this first position that I had that re- requires like a lot more of my, cre- my own creativity of my own like skill and like refining skills that I have and giving me new skills uh, as well as like learn- working with people, which is like something I I, I'm I'm good with people like I'm you know <laughs> so like working with people it just made it like a lot easier and easier to comprehend because it's like you're in a professional work environment so if I if I you know like I won't get in serious trouble if I if something comes up you know like if if an emergency comes up I won't get in like a, a serious penalty because it's understandable that especially during these times that like something could happen and I don't know it's just really like I, it's a good environment like Maddie and Ashley said we definitely have a team that leads with empathy mm-hmm. um which is something that doesn't really I feel like doesn't really happen very often like in the workforce I think and I think that we're super lucky to have that just because like I know in other jobs that that connection and that sense of like hey this is what's going on like you know can can you try to understand what I'm going through type mm-hmm. thing like most jobs are like you know kind of like tough luck yeah. and, and you kind of have to keep going um and figure it out um or make it happen and you know with this job I, I think that we're really lucky to have just that sense of community not only like among our peers but also with our bosses who genuinely like care mm-hmm. about each and every one of us care um <laughs> care often <laughs> I don't know it's funny but yeah 
Yeah, I think it definitely like helps our self-worth to know that like, hey, I'm allowed six days because I know one time I came in kind of a little sick and then like I think you said he was like, if you're sick, don't come in. But I was always taught <laughs> if you're sick, you still have to come into work, you know? Exactly. And they're like, no, get better. And you're also going to get someone else sick. And I was like, I don't know anything about that one. <laughs> you're like, ah. Yeah. It's also crazy to me that like, because actually same, like, you know, I felt like if I was always sick, like I had to go to school. If I was sick, I had to go to work. And now we're in a pandemic. And just like, it, it's definitely changed my perspective on this whole thing. Like, I was really used to, like, I, I had to go to these things sick. And not only like, was it bad for me, but it was also bad for everyone else around me. So like, why is this? The <laughs> yeah, norm? Right? Like, why? Like, I don't know if it's like an American culture, like United States, where like, hey, you know, like, you have to go to work, you have to get those hours in. And also, side note, because I don't know who's going to listen to this, <laughs> and who's not going to listen to it. But the pavilion, by the way, is the cafeteria, where we eat food. Since I know oh, there's some incoming yeah. students that have never set foot yeah. in UC Merced. Yeah. And yeah, it's just now it's like, oh, like, it's okay. Just, I mean, also COVID, but, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely weird how much like everything has changed because of COVID, how people are like, like you said, Maddie, like, hey, we we're trying to be more mindful of our health and stuff and mindful of other people. And I don't know. I feel like low key, I'm going to keep wearing masks because mm-hmm. I love definitely, masks. definitely. Yes. Like one, it keeps me warm Two, they're kind of cute. You know, like I feel like you can get creative with them and like match your outfits. But also just obviously the most important point here is like I just have so much more perspective on not only keeping myself safe, but, like, having the, like, obligation to also make sure that I'm protecting mm-hmm. other people around me. Um, obviously, the most important point besides, like, your aesthetic yeah. mask. Um, but, you know, like, I just feel like there are so many bonuses that come from wearing masks. And I just, I don't know, like, how the, or what the future looks like, or, you know, like, what's going to change. But I just, it's hard for me to picture, like, a time where I'm ever going to not wear it again. Or, like, I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but like sometimes when I watch movies and like yep. I see like a big group of people who like don't have yep. masks, I feel like uncomfortable. I'm yep. Like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? <laughs> Which is like kind of so funny, right? Like just how much things have changed since yeah. the beginning of last year. I watched. Um... I'm always like, oh my gosh, they're gonna get sick. Yeah. <laughs> gonna get sick. My That's instant so thought much. is just like, why is no one wearing a mask? And then I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. like it wouldn't even be like a live TV. Like it'll be like an anime. Like animated like thing and i'm like why aren't you wearing masks and i'm just like oh it's not it's not like, right. let me it's not. It. <laughs> no no i agree i've definitely been no, there my my favorite reason which is really bad for the reason why i like wearing the mask is i can pretend because like i said i'm a very shy person mm-hmm. and i can pretend i don't see someone and um, my thought is like if they if i can't see you you can't see me <laughs> So I'm like, I'm wearing a mask. You cannot recognize me. I cannot recognize exactly. you, even though I clearly can, and I'm sure they clearly can. <laughs> but because there are masks, I'm like, Who? I have an excuse. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. And it works. <laughs> it works. That's so funny. Like a couple times. It works. Because I live in a small. I don't town. think I ever thought about it that way. That's so funny. It's great. You really got it all planned out. <laughs> right, I do, and I'm like, especially with my sunglasses and a hat. That's like, the move. Oh, look at you, the the whole disguise. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I also kind of like it sometimes just because, like, 
I don't know about y'all, but I'm like very clumsy. I don't know. Sometimes like I slip up and I say like really silly things and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like why did I just say that? Like I, I embarrass myself very often. So like when I have my mask on, you know, sometimes I'm like, okay, you know, at least like they probably know it's me, but you know, maybe they <laughs> yeah, don't. They so, like, I, it gives me that. Like, Maddie, but yeah. Knows? There's a possibility they don't know. Exactly. You know, I'm like, or like, I, I think I was at like a drive through with my brother a couple weeks ago and I said something like so, so silly. Like, and I, the words came out of my mouth and I was like, that definitely made no sense. And then like, I pulled up to the window and I was so embarrassed if I had my mask on. I was like, no, <laughs> Everything's okay. fine. They can't see me. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, lots yeah. of bonuses that come with them. And safety. Yeah, obviously safety. safety <laughs> I was just like, yes. I'm exactly what I it promise is. there will be education in here too. Or maybe not. Well, there will be. Well, I was like, what do you mean maybe not? <laughs> we'll sprinkle it in. There will be. But like, as y'all can see, we also like to have fun. Yeah, just so. the intro. What? Hmm. What could be a... We don't want this to be boring for y'all. <laughs> I don't want to read off a script. We are... off the top of our noggin what is something that you have learned since working for the care office thank you I asked it in the interview (laughs) (laughs) did oh you did just came off I feel like there's so much I just can't think something at the top of my head I'm trying to think too I think like a big one is learning to trust myself um in like tricky situations I feel like with the work that we do sometimes like someone will ask a question and like within myself Mm -hmm. I know I know the answer um but like I don't know I guess like Mm -hmm. insecurity leads me to be like oh like is this right like should I say this you know like and it puts you in certain situations um but I think this job has definitely taught me to Mm -hmm. be a leader um and to trust myself and to and to value like what I bring to the table um and like value you know like me as a team member I feel like we have a really awesome boss who also loves to emphasize that like we're on this team for a reason everyone is valuable everyone brings different things to the table that like are all equal and necessary um and important and so I feel like working at the care office has made me like trust myself in that way um it's also I mean not that I like what um, not that I didn't try to like be empathetic before but I think it's it's shown me like this world of so many different people's perspectives and stories. Um, and it just encourages me to like continue to have that mindset and to lead with empathy um, and everything that I do. So th- I think those are like two really big things. So like personal growth um, and also like trying to be the best person that I can be. Yeah. I was going to go like kind of like what you were saying, how you learn to like value yourself because I feel like before I'm like, I've, I've said several times and I will always say like, I'm like a very shy person unless I know you. And so, like, for me, it's always really hard for me to speak out, like, and think about, like, either speak out, like, using the three Ds, which we'll talk a little more about later, but, like, speaking out, like, if I see something going on or, like, speaking up my ideas because I feel like, oh, they're not good or, like, you know, just, like, no one's going to want that. No one's going to think it's okay or anything. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's definitely given me, like, a confidence boost. I don't, I don't know if that's the word. But, like, to think that, like, okay, what I bring to the table is valid. What I, what I have to say is actually, like, important. And, like, I actually know what I'm talking about. Because, like, it's, it's, it's like, taking me, like, a while. Even, like, recently when I found out that I was, like, the oldest member on the team. And then people were coming to me and asking me questions. And I think to myself, I'm like, I have no idea where you're coming <laughs> to me with these questions. But I have the answer. So here you go. But, like, even though I had the answer and I gave it to them totally confident, like, yeah, here you go. 
I would always question myself. I'm like, why are y'all coming to me? Like, why are you all, all asking me this types of uh-huh. questions? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know who y'all think I am. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty dumb, you know? The, the wisest. A so leader. Taking me, like, a lot to be like, oh, okay. Like, just, like, a confidence boost, I guess. Yeah. And also, like, we were talking about earlier, like, I some of the stuff that I do in the care office, like, this podcast, I would never <laughs> in a million years would not do it if it was not for the care office (laughs) my excuse now is like yes I'm shy but I'm getting paid for it it's part of my job so I have to do it (laughs) definitely definitely. yeah we always get pushed out of our comfort zone and that's something that I love too because like I don't know I mean I was so nervous to just start this episode and I feel like I'm having so much fun like now that we're here and that's definitely (laughs) part of our job too like going into like uncharted waters and figuring things out together and then seeing like what you can make Mm -hmm. of it and I think that's really Um, cool I can't really say I learned a lot yet because I'm still developing (laughs) um but it does take a while to get like into the podcast atmosphere you know um I think one thing I would say I have so far gained is similar to what Maddie said just having because like in my educated life, like in school, academia, all that, I've had a lot of like um, teachers and people who like I, I would like to say care the cared about me. They would tell me like you know self care. You have to take care of yourself because if you don't, how are you gonna give your hundred percent if you're not at a hundred percent? And like especially like our our supervisor, our boss, she's very like very much helped me really believe that because I never really believed in that because I was always like it doesn't matter if I'm burnt out if I'm burnt out or if I'm feeling whatever whatever you know whatever happens to me I can still do what I need to do because it doesn't matter right and our boss just like really helped me understand that it's not you can't you cannot be at your 100 uh, 100% and then expect to give 100% you know and I would say that's something I learned because since then I've tried to become like a better person overall just with to myself and I think it has helped a lot because now I'm a lot more enthusiastic about doing my projects and I'm not like always dreading anything or dragging my feet because I get a lot of anxiety for the presentations we do or like the workshops we do and I'm like slowly easing myself to be like it's okay you know you're you're good like it's okay you, you're with people that have your back and you also are here support yourself be okay with it and I'm like ah, yes so it's like learning that I don't know I don't know what to call it self-care I don't know that would be the one um I do want to say this is where we're gonna wrap it up though uh, does anyone have any final thoughts any words they want to say to conclude um I hope y'all enjoyed listening to us go back and forth a little bit about us, our work. Um, I don't know, maybe some insight into what it's like working at our office. I know we were kind of all over the place for our first episode, but we do hope that you enjoyed it. Um, And we hope that y'all come back um, and listen to our future episodes. Um, And I'm excited to see where this project goes. Yeah, I'm just copy off you, Maddie. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, pretty much thank y'all. Hope you enjoyed this. Mm -hmm. Um, And if not, it's okay. It's not for everyone. (laughs) But thank y'all for coming and hearing us. And I hope you stay tuned for our future episodes. Um, Our next one will be a more in-depth conversation about stalking and human trafficking awareness month, as well as Black History Month, self-care next month, and 
uh, healthy relationships. Uh, I hope you're having a good day, a good night, wherever you are. You're doing great.